Hello and welcome to the Building Digital Community Podcast. My name is Chirag Sheth and I'm a first year MBA student at the DeGroote School of Business at McMaster University. And I'll be your host throughout this journey. In a world where we can't meet face to face, building a sense of community can be a challenge, especially when you're starting a new job or in my case, an MBA program and can't meet your peers in person. Building Digital Community is an interview-style podcast where each week I'll talk to one of my new peers and learn a bit more about their story, with the goal of building genuine relationships and building a stronger community in a world where we're all going digital. On the very first episode of the podcast, I am happy to welcome Brooke Arkell from Oakville, Ontario. Brooke finished her undergrad from Western University with a Bachelor's of Management and Organizational Studies and a concentration in HR. During COVID, she spent most of her time at her cottage up in Muskoka and working for her family business in real estate management. Outside of that, she loves to travel, hang out with her cat Bella, enjoy a nice glass of sangria, and host events for her friends and family. Brooke will be starting the MBA program at McMaster University and will be in the co-op stream. I am very happy to welcome Brooke to the podcast for our very first episode. Let's get it started. Hey, Brooke, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, thank you for joining the podcast. You are the official guinea pig, the first episode. I'm very excited. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Um, so we started off, we did a quick intro, um, but why don't you take a couple minutes, just quickly introduce yourself, uh, tell the listeners a little bit more about your background and your story. Okay, so um, like I said, I'm from Oakville. I've lived in Oakville pretty much my entire, I actually was born in Brampton and then moved to Oakville. So I've lived here since high school. Um, a lot of my friends are from the area. I have one younger sister who I went to Western, so she decided to go to Queens, of course, with the Queens Western rivalry. And um, I have a boyfriend. We've been together a year and a half yesterday. So that was an exciting moment. Happy anniversary. Uh, thank you. Happy that was- anniversary, year and a half. I don't, I don't know what the proper... Term. We weren't sure either. We just ordered a lot of food and decided that that's was the best how way to we're celebrate. Gonna celebrate. Yeah, I'm huge into all foods. Basically, I love sushi and Italian would probably be my favorite. Um, I have a cat that I rescued, and sorry, this sort of the story behind that is my friend went to rescue a cat. I'd never had one. Family'd never had one. All of a sudden, I saw the cats in the cages, and my heart broke. And being the sucker that I am, I walked home with one and didn't know how to pick her up. So I had to watch YouTube videos that night on literally how to like pick her up to put her on my bed. So <laughs> that, that was two years ago that now though. So now we're good. We're good friends. Um, but yeah, she's a big part of my life. Um, my parents uh, started a daycare company when I was born because they're very type A and decided that they didn't like anyone else taking care of their kids. So I spent like a lot of my childhood like I grew up in the daycare, then worked at the daycare, then helped them run the daycare sort of slowly. So I like, I enjoy like entrepreneurial, like things like that, because it's kind of cool growing up like in a family business and kind yeah. of doing stuff like that. So that's me. Very cool. So then kind of going from the family business, how did you decide that, you know, MBA is something I want to pursue? How did you make that decision? Uh, so my mom got her MBA actually from McMaster. 
um, when okay. she was younger. Um, <laughs> so it was always something that she'd always kind of been like an inspirational person in my life. She worked really hard. She kind of grew her own business, did her own thing. She's been super successful. So it was kind of one of those things that in my head was always big. She loved her MBA. She talked about it all the time. She said like the people that she met there are still, she has a group of people she meets with once a month even now, whatever, like 25 years later. So I was like, wow, like that's really cool if you can grow that network and a bunch of the people are super successful too. It always just seemed like it made sense to me. That's awesome. That's really cool that your mom did it as well. Like same school and everything kind of runs in the family. It was the only school I applied to. So it was all like an eggs in one <laughs> basket kind of thing. So and, that, it, and was that your choice or was that your mom's choice? Like if, if Brooke goes to for an MBA, she can only go to McMaster. <laughs> little bit of both okay. <laughs> I think it was a big push from when I was little I always had like little McMaster bears so mm-hmm. like I think it was a little bit like <laughs> you can do it <laughs> nice um so we're just kind of starting off with the well we're in the onboarding process right now um we're, t- we're towards the end of it and really just about to kind of kick off this this two-year journey um so what are you most looking forward to throughout this whole process is there anything that you're kind of nervous about for sure. I, my biggest nerves going into it was I'm not incredibly extroverted by nature. So the meeting people and making friends, I was kind of, was my biggest like nerve wracking experience. Although so far everyone seems really open, really friendly. Like definitely the group chat that we've kind of created has had like a family kind of feel, which I'm loving. Um, And I'm most excited. I'm super nerdy. I love school. I love homework. I love like reading textbooks. So like I was honestly weirdly just excited about going back to school and doing some of that. I worked for a year and I missed it. So. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, I can definitely say that um, even like in a remote kind of world, like I think um, the community is at DeGroote, I think is something that definitely stood out for me at least. And like when I was looking at different schools, I think the support that I got from like my application, from the start of my application process, like up until now, and I'm sure the next couple of years, I think that was huge. So I think the DeGroote, uh, the community at DeGroot is like fantastic and we're just yeah. getting started with it. For sure. I'm loving it too. Yeah. Cool. Um, so as far as like, I guess kind of what you want to do after your MBA, um, what sort of kind of like industry do you want to go into? Um, what are some of your goals for, for post MBA? Um, so I'm hoping to do the accounting stream and I know a lot of people say they start with one idea and end with another. So I'm trying to stay open-minded, but I have always wanted to be an accountant. I did an accounting internship. I loved it. I'm that person that sits with a bunch of math and gets excited. So that I would love to long-term be in accounting for sure. Um, my parents again started uh, real estate Uh, portfolio company kind of thing where they just manage a bunch of real estate but both of them don't really come from accounting backgrounds so like it would certainly be something that I've started working in through COVID and would love Mm -hmm. to like kind of bring that aspect to I think it's always helpful to have someone on the financial side um, to help things like that so I think that would be like long-term goals is an accounting career for myself as well as probably something external entrepreneurial real estate ish. Okay very cool so like a little bit of the the accounting side, a little bit of the entrepreneurial side as well. Um, What kind of, I guess, what kind of sparked that interest in accounting for you? Because I feel like a lot of people, um, they don't necessarily say like, oh, like I want to be an accountant. Um, (laughs) It seems like you're very, uh, like you really love kind of like diving into data and like really dealing with numbers. Um, Mm -hmm. But kind of what sparked that interest for you? 
Um, so in undergrad at Western, I did the BMOS program and they make you take a business class, which is like half the year's accounting and half the year's marketing. Okay. And everyone was saying like, oh, like we have to take this class, whatever. The marketing half is way better. I was that one student that way preferred the first half of the year. And I'm like, that's so weird. Like, why is everyone else not loving this? Yeah. So when I took, that was first year. I took a second year accounting course, loved it. Just kind of continued doing that. Um, but you have to specialize before you really get there. So I'd already specialized in HR, which is what I, which is what I did undergrad in. Right. But I took every elective that I could in accounting. It was like, if I'm going to do more school, I might as well do it in something that I enjoy. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Like if we're going to be doing this for the next two years, you gotta, you gotta enjoy it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So do you think you'll go down like the CPA route eventually or? I think so. Like through, if you do the accounting stream, you skip like essentially 12 months of the accounting program. Um, My friend's doing it right now. So that would be, it'd it'd be a kind of way to jump into it. I did the same in HR. Like if you do HR undergrad, you skip 12 months of the CHRP Okay. So I did that and it's just, it's kind of like a fun, like fast track. So yeah. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Um, so you talked a, a little bit about kind of like your relationship with your mom and how she was kind of very influential in your decision to um, pursue your MBA. I'm curious, like, is there another leader who you've come across in your career so far, or it, it could be your, your mother as well, if you want to kind of dive deeper into that, but someone that's been, I guess, really influential um, on your career journey so so far, like that's had a really big impact and kind of what did you learn from that person that you've applied um, in kind of like your day-to-day? Yeah, for sure. I definitely think my mom is someone that I look up to, um, but also my best friend, his dad, um, is uh, just became CEO of a, of a gold company. Okay. And while we were younger, he was always like really high up in all that stuff. And he would always take me and my friend and like out to dinners and all this stuff. But he was just kind of that person that was always working really hard, super successful, but wasn't like big and flaunting about it. Mm -hmm. So that was like a big reason that I was like, okay, like I want to like get an education behind me, like do all this stuff, but not have to be like, I don't know, like really out there with, he never flaunted his title or his money or anything like that. So like, he's definitely someone that I look up to in that a lot of the times he is like one of the smartest people in the room, but he doesn't make you know it. So I think that that's something I want to like, definitely like keep with me throughout like whatever ends up happening is he's super humble and super kind and super generous, but he's also like a really impressive person. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. So I guess that role that I think humility plays, um, like no matter kind of what your, um, what your, I guess, credentials are, um, Mm -hmm. really, I guess not getting too, um, like arrogant about it or thinking that you're the smartest person in the room, um, like going in, still wanting to to learn from the people around you. Yeah, for sure. The, the learning from the people around you, I really like too. Like, I think it's, everyone has something to offer. So you might as well not go in just like, I'm the coolest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely the right coolest. attitude to have. <laughs> and I think like the thing about our class and I guess McMaster and DeGroote overall is that um, there's so many people coming from different back- backgrounds. You have people mm-hmm. in healthcare, people that are finance, um, marketing, entrepreneurship. Like there's so many different, um, I guess, specializations going into it. And I think we can learn so much just from, from the people around us. And that is one of the big reasons I just wanted to, like, I want to start off this podcast um, in the first place because, you know, we don't have the opportunity to meet in person. So 
this might be a cool way to kind of like learn, learn from the people around us and uh, kind of gain some of those insights. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think it's, it's a big reason that I chose McMaster is all mm-hmm. throughout, like all their emails and everything is like, everyone comes from different educational backgrounds. Everyone comes from like where they're born. Everyone has different, like pretty much everything across what you could imagine. Everyone knows something different or does something different. So like, yeah. I thought that that was just a really cool way to like learn a lot about a bunch of different people and a bunch of different things. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that's kind of half the value of, uh, of an MBA program right there is just kind of gaining that experience from the people around you and learning, learning from their experiences as well. Mm-hmm. Is there um, like a key piece of, I guess, advice that you've gotten um, throughout kind of your c- career so far or like a, a key insight um, that you found really valuable and really made kind of like a, a big difference for you? Yeah, for sure. I definitely think like put yourself out there. Like the worst thing that happens is you just like kind of look dumb and you learn from that mm-hmm. is helpful for me. Like I said, I'm not naturally the person that wants to go first and do all these things and be in the spotlight or like go up to new people and meet them. When we had our first MBA meetup, I was so nervous. I came in shaking, but like, I think when you do, you go and you put yourself out there. I've been told by many people, like many of the people that I look up to that like, it's just so worth it to try and just push yourself. So I think that that's what I try to keep with me a lot of the time is just go for it. A lot of the times people, first of all, or if you fail, will help you up. And if you don't, they're going to be excited that you're succeeding. So. Yeah. Oh, for sure. One of the things that um, someone mentioned it in our, in our onboarding this past week. Um, but I've, I've heard it a lot of times is that, you know, there's no harm in asking a question. The worst that someone is going to say is no. Um, which I think is kind of a huge, uh, a huge piece for me at least. Cause I, I think I'm kind of similar where, um, you know, I, I can get kind of timid to ask, to like speak up and ask a question. Um, but I think a lot of times you just, you're just got to get yourself out of your own head and say like, you know what, it's fine. Like, I think <laughs> we're in a, we're in a pretty inclusive kind of community and where different kind of, um, um, experiences and opinions are valued. So, you know, there's no harm in just asking. For sure. And I've also been um, just kind of speaking on that as well. Like I've been reading this book, it's called uh, Day One Leadership. Um, are you familiar with Drew Dudley at all? He, um, or the lollipop moments uh, TED talk. Have you, no, have you seen it? it. Oh, it's it's uh, maybe like a six minute TED talk, um, but I think it's one of the, like the most impactful ones that I've ever come across. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has this book and it just talks about like how you can be, how to be a leader kind of every single day. And I think when we think about leadership, we think about um, like CEOs and like these big leaders that have obviously done a lot of things, but we don't think about the everyday leaders in our lives. Um, And he talks about kind of values-based leadership. And one of the values he talks about is courage. And he says, ask, kind of like ask yourself um, these questions every single day. So I I write them in my, on my whiteboard. And um, one of them is what did I do? do today that scared me or that I wanted to avoid. And I think by kind of just like constantly reflecting on that stuff, it just pushes you to, you know, step out of your comfort zone a little bit more. And I think an MBA is kind of the perfect time to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a huge thing for sure is just stepping out of your comfort zone. So I'm excited to do that more and more, the more we kind of go through onboarding and school and stuff. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, So 
to kind of cap things off, we have a random wheel of questions. But before that, I want to kind of give you the opportunity. If you have any questions for me, um, feel free to ask. So what are you most excited about kind of listening to all these podcasts and everything? Like what, when you decide to do this, were you most like, I really hope this happens? Yeah, I think it's just like, I wanted to do this because I think it's just a good opportunity for everyone to get to know each other a little bit more. Um, Like we can plan kind of in-person events and kind of Zoom calls and things like that. Um, But I feel like and those opportunities, there's only so much you can kind of get to know about someone mm-hmm. um, or you have kind of a very limited time. Um, and I always, I think, do better in these kind of one-on-one or um, smaller group settings. So kind of when I'm on a Zoom call with like 50 or 60 or in some cases, if all 200 of us are on it, <laughs> like I feel so much more intimidated. So mm-hmm. I, I prefer these kind of like smaller, intimate settings. Um, where you can just kind of ask questions and get to know people more. And um, you don't have to kind of do it on someone else's clock. So you don't have to be somewhere at a specific time. You can kind of listen to these at um, whatever time works best for you. So I think the thing I'm, I'm most excited about is just to really get to know everyone. Um, I just love kind of building relationships and getting to know people. Um, so this, it, it was, like I said, it was one of the things I was most excited about when I decided to do an MBA and, Obviously, doing it virtually is, uh, is going to be a different experience. But, um, you know, I think um, that's an opportunity to think creatively and think of, you know, how else can we how, how else can we kind of build that community? And I thought, you know, podcast might be a cool way to do it. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I thank you for doing it. I think everyone got really excited when you started talking about it. So I'm excited to see all of them going forward as well. It'll be fun. Yeah, to be honest, I was not expecting that many people to to kind of like volunteer. Um, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get like five or 10 and like, it'll be a good start. And then I got like 30 WhatsApp messages. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't do all this. Um, it's really nice that so many people are so excited about it. And I just had to like step back for a second. They're like, let me just quickly organize myself and then we'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy that, you know, so many people were, were really excited about it and wanted to do it. Awesome. All right, we're going to jump into this random wheel of questions. I'm going to click spin. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it on your end. Can you hear that? No. No. Okay, just imagine a ticking sound is going <laughs> and it's getting okay. faster and faster okay. and a lot faster. And now it's starting to slow down <laughs> and it has almost stopped. And the question is. Okay, I haven't tried this before, but it plays like some fun music at the end too. Okay, uh, what, <laughs> what is one hidden talent that you have um, that you'd like to share with our listeners? Oh God, um, probably my biggest hidden talent is just completely like underest- or overestimating the amount of food that I need for people. So I'm not a good chef, but every time I go to a friend event, like we've done Friendsgiving, I bring like probably enough food to feed like three times the amount of people. doesn't matter if I try and scale back. And like, sometimes I'm like, bro, okay. Like it's one person. Each person needs one thing. Somehow I end up with like six platters of food. So like, (laughs) not sure it's a talent, but if we ever do events, I will always bring way too much food. That's so funny. A talent in a way. All right. So I know that if we ever do a potluck, I'll bring some Tupperware containers. Um, just so, you know, I can, t- I can take home some of the leftovers. Absolutely. I'll always have a- way too much food. 
Cool. Um, do you have like a, like a go-to dish that you usually kind of prepare? Uh, lasagna. It's like lasagna? the one thing that I'm actually lasagna. really good at making. So that's, yeah, that's my go-to. Okay. All right. I'll need to kind of get that lasagna recipe on the side once the, uh, once the recording <laughs> stops, but um, that's awesome. Cool. Well, thank you, Brooke, again, for joining the podcast. Thanks for, you know, I said at the beginning, but thanks for being the guinea pig and uh, testing this out with me. Um, why don't you kind of let people know kind of if you want to share like social handles or where people can find you if they have more questions. For sure. What's really easy is my name, Brooke Arkell, that's in anything. It's all my social handles, all lowercase, like no periods, nothing. My Instagram, Brooke Arkell, my LinkedIn, Brooke Arkell, Snapchat, Brooke Arkell, all of it, WhatsApp, Brooke Arkell, like all of it is the exact same um, handle. So Twitter, I don't usually tweet, but I follow people. So if you have interesting things to say, I can definitely follow you on Twitter. Um, but yeah, that's all of my social media. And you're welcome to message me in the group if you do want to chat anymore. I'm excited to make friends and connections and everything. Awesome. I'm really jealous that you were able to get the same handle for every <laughs> single platform. Because um, I, like, I don't have a very common name, but <laughs> it's, it's super hard to find it for everyone. I'm like, if I ever wrote a book, I don't think I'll ever write a book, but this is what I told myself. <laughs> like, if I ever wrote a book, it'd be cool to have just kind of like the same handle um, to put everywhere. Uh, it makes like, follow me at this. It makes everything so easy. And I don't know, like all of my student accounts have always just been like BR Cal. Like for whatever reason, it's I, like Brooke's not that uncommon, but I mm. get all of them. So that's awesome. That's great. I'm, I'm really jealous because I, I hate <laughs> having a number in my email address. Mm-hmm. Like mine is Sheth C3. I don't mm-hmm. know if I should give that out on podcast, but that's, that's my email. <laughs> um, yeah, you can email me like, if you have questions or anything. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, I always hate having a number in my email. I never want it, but there's too many other chef C's, I guess, at McMaster that at least three others. So (laughs) cool. All right, Brooke. Well, thank you so much again for joining and, uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can find me on LinkedIn at Chirag Sheth, on Twitter at Chirag Sheth 24, or follow our Instagram page at Building Digital Communities. I'll see you next time. Take care and stay safe.